Shabbat Af Yud Bet. Um, yesterday we stopped in the middle of a question, so I just want to, to like review what just happened. So the Mishnah was telling us things we can't do out of Shabbat because we might come to do it on Shabbat. The Gemara all discussed more things that we can't do on Shabbat because you might come to do uh, the, the main Avera. We started with uh, drinking from one reshut to the other reshut. If your body's in one reshut drinking, uh, let's make believe it's a straw or something like that. And we said, if most of your body's in, it's allowed. So we asked, the, we said, v'chein bagat. And uh, the same idea would be with the wine press. So we asked the question, what's the story with the Carmelit? Abayez said it's asur because the gat, uh, v'chein bagat means the Carmelit. The Rabbah said it's mutar because v'chein bagat means talking about uh, ma'asir. So we tried uh, arguing on Rava, and we brought it. We thought that was talking about Shabbat, and Rava explained, "No, that's talking about on Shabbat." And that's Rabbi Uda who says, "A uh, uman, a professional who carries the way he usually carries, is hayav," and he brought his proof. So then we brought uh, two brayotot that argue on, on each other, which is talking about the zav. On one hand, if a zav walks out with his uh, uh, with his bag, he's patur uh, alasur, and then we said another brayta is hayav hatat. We first tried saying that uh, when he's patur, that's Rabbi Meir, and hayav uh, one is Rabbi Huda, and we disproved that Rabbi Meir would be poter in such a case. So Rav Hamnuna came with the, I guess he tried to compromise the two brayot, and he said, well, depends if you is zav baal shterayot, zav baal shalosh reyot. And I guess once he already has his three rayot, he doesn't need to carry it. And we said, oh, then he, but he still has to check his seven clean days. And we said, no, that day, that the third ziva was day was the Shabbat, and he's he's not starting to count the seven clean days, anyways. So now with that, we are starting on Yud Aleph Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom, where like towards the end, where it says Vehami Bayale. So the Gemara asks a question. We need that bag, you know, just to not, uh, you know, not dirty himself, and that's the way you walk around on hall. So you should be hayav. Anything that's supposed to make sure that you're not dirty is not called carrying, meaning. Even though that's the derech of Hotza'ah and this type of thing, since it's not meant for carrying, it's meant to just not dirty yourself, it would be mutar, ditanan, and the proof is, a person puts like a bowl on the wall where rain is coming down, if I want the ka'ara to get cleaned, now it became able to accept tum'ah because that water, now that's how tum'ah comes. So if a dead bug would fall on it, it would be tameh. Or to explain a little bit better, this water now can make uh, fruits tameh, even though I didn't want it to fall, but since I wanted to clean uh, I, I wanted to clean the bowl, and now this water now becomes, if it if it somehow touches fruit, they can now make it tameh. If I just want to make sure that the wall doesn't get dirty, this water can now, cannot make uh, something else tameh. Uh, and using that logic with the zav also, since it's just there to make sure his clothing doesn't get dirty, it's not real. Uh, there's no real hashivut to this uh, bag, and therefore he should be patur. 
The Gemara asks, Midame, how could you compare one to the other? Hatam lehu Over there, I don't want that water klal. Hacha, over here, Kabai lehu I still want it to, this bag is there to accept a ziva. Uh, meaning, I need this bag. Uh, I guess it ha- we'll call it, we'll say that it has like some sort of hashivut. If really one want to compare one thing to another, how if we want to compare this ziva uh, case to something, how do they sefa? It's more like the sefa of that brayta, like the the bowl on the on the wall. Areva sheyarad delef letocha. So you have this bowl, and also the leak is going into it. Maim hanitazin vehanitzafin enan bechiyutan. Any water that you know goes goes into the bowl and sprays out, or anything that overflows. It's not bechiyutan. I mean, it cannot be machshir uh, something else to become tameh v'shebetocha. But whatever is in the bowl, halareze bechiyutan. That that the water in the bowl can uh, it can now make other things tameh, even though that bowl is there to get the water so the place doesn't get dirty. Still, since you didn't turn it upside down, it is now machshir the other. It machshir the the water now can be machshir le'tuma. And same idea would be with the ziva. Even though I don't want, uh, the, the, it's, even it's not something important. But since I'm just putting over there to not uh, get things dirty, I'm sort of machshiv that the bag, and, and therefore it should be, you know, it should count as a hotza. Rather, the Gemara answers, "Ela No, will they explain the stirab by thought one brayta that says uh, uh, the zav with the bag is patura valasur, and the other ones have hatat. The Brayta that's Mehayev is Rabbi Yehuda who says a melacha that I don't need this, I don't need it for the specific melacha. If I'm doing a melacha, melacha sheinat gufa, I don't need it for that specific melacha. I'm doing, a, I'm doing something, but not for the reason it's azur. You still hayav. Veha and the Brayta that's poter goes according to Rabbi Shimon that it goes by what you're thinking. And since you're not doing the melacha the, for the reason it's asur, you're doing it for a different reason, therefore you should be patur. We will learn later on, this is a huge mahloket, um, when the Torah, what's the Torah being osir? Is osir melacha or melechet machshevet? It depends on what you're thinking. Uh, as the Gemara goes along, we'll explain it a little bit more. Tana de Beri Bishma'il. We learned uh, in the in the Brayta of Ishmael. Yotze Adam betfilin be'erev Shabbat im hashecha. Person could go walk around with tefillin erev Shabbat close to shkia. Might amar kevan de amar Abba baravuna. Hayav Adam lemashmesh betfilin kol shav shah. Person has to feel his tefillin at all times. Kalva homer mitzitz. The kalva homer from the tzitz on the head of the kohen gadol. Matzitz she'en boel askara hat. Amrat Rav Hayal Mitzchot Tamid. What does that mean? It mean it, it only has one Shema Shema on that seat, and you have to be always on your head. What does that mean? Shelo Yasiyah Hadato Mimenu. That you're not allowed to think of anything else when you have that seat on your head. Tefillin Sheyesh Ben Askarot Arbe Al Hat Kama Vikama. All the more so. There you you can't think of anything else. Vehelkach Mitkar Dachir Lehu. Therefore, you have to think of what's in your Tefillin, and therefore, if you're constantly thinking about it, you're not going to walk around with it on Shabbat. This is a very important halacha. 
You have to, to you have to feel your clothing out of Shabbat close to Shkiah. Um, what you might uh, you might have mukzeh, you might be carrying something. Amar of Yosef This is a big, huge halacha uh, when it comes to Chol Shabbat. A person uh, can't uh, take off the lice from his clothing. You can do it probably by shaking. Yifale, I think it means shaking, or getting one way of getting rid of it. Question. We have the Mishnah that says, A person should not, uh, I guess, burn or to shake his clothing on uh, on Shabbat, even during the day, because you might come to kill lice. It's like killing a camel, each bug. And we don't hold like that. But number two, a person shouldn't read a book at night, by the candle, because you might come to move the oil closer to the wick to make the fire bigger. Again, that, what I just said, is a huge mahlokit, but let's just go with that. Or maybe, tarvayu or maybe the isur of shaking your clothing is only at night also close to the candle. Right? Maybe meaning is the only is the isur of shaking your clothing only on uh, only during the night next to the candle and it's mutar during the day, or is it asur also during the day? Tashem and polin korin leoraner. We don't uh, shake the clothing and we don't read to Oraner. It sounds like they're together, so it has to be talking about uh, night by the candle. Now, the Gemara pushes that away. Wait. Mi alima, mi matnitin. You're bringing me a Braita to teach me about a Mishnah. The Mishnah is much stronger. The Mishnah also said the Oraner, and I, didn't, uh, I wasn't mefarish that way, so why all of a sudden you're going to be mefarish the Braita that way? So Tashema is another proof. En polin the Oraner. Ve'en korin the Oraner. So you have two, uh, both of them separately, both say the Oraner. And the Gemara says, These are the Lachot that were said in the attic of Hananiah ben Hizkiah ben Garon, which we'll learn about uh, later. Both of them uh, shaking the clothing, cleaning the clothing, and reading has to do with you moving that, uh, moving the wick or moving the uh, oil. Even that is Asur. Tosafor explains, I guess their clothing used to be alike, and therefore uh, you would need the light to be able to tell the difference. Today, there's no Asur with uh, your with your wife's clothing, but maybe you or your suit and your friend's suit you can't do by the candle because you might make it uh, stronger. All this is talking about the people of Menachuza. They would both wear bigger clothing, them and their wives, and therefore you, they needed the light to see the difference. Aval, the people working in the village and they work in the in the field and they have to wear tighter clothing, they could pretty much tell very, very quickly and they don't need that much light to tell the difference between their clothing and their wives' clothing. The only issue would be with uh, with an older lady's uh, clothing, which is a little bit skinnier than a regular uh, lady. Younger ladies, people know very, very well that it's not men's clothing. Why? Because it's really, really, really wide. So a younger lady, you could tell, you, you could use the candle to tell the difference between that and a man.
A person can't shake his clothing or clean his clothing because it's not uh, respectful to the people uh, walking by. They're going to be disgusted. The Meiri says maybe for your own kavod, you know, you don't want people to look at you bad. Either way, you can't do that. We don't try to throw you and make yourself throw up for whatever reason in a shutarabim kavod. A person shaking off or cleaning his clothing, mole'el, squeezes, I guess, the, the lice, vizorek, and it can throw them, and just don't kill them because that's a surder abanan, as she explains. You could t- pick, take them off and throw them uh, as long as you don't uh, squeeze because you might uh, come to kill. Uh, which is a sword de right according to his shita. Amar vuna halacha molel vezorek squeeze and throw vezeu kevodo, and that's the best way to get rid of the lice. Bafilu bechol and even in hole you should do such a thing because that's the most respectful way. Raba mekatalehu Raba would kill them even on Shabbat. Brav sheshat mekatalehu. So if Shishab also killed them, and Rabbi would just throw them to like a bucket of water. Rabbi Nachman told his daughters, Katolin, kill them, and let me hear the voice of my uh, enemies uh, dying. Meaning he was trying to prove a point that it was mutar to kill. Tanya Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, En horgin et ha'macholet b'shabbat. You're not allowed to kill, uh, I guess, lice on Shabbat. allows it. And of course, Rabbi Eliezer, who said it's Asur before, he's a Talmud of Bet Shammai, and therefore he held like Bet Shammai that it's Asur. And Bet Hillel says the only, the reason it's not it's not Asur to kill these lice on Shabbat because they don't uh, they don't grow or they don't uh, they're not born they're not. Uh, created in the normal way they're created from sweat and therefore or from a human body and therefore you're allowed to kill them now just to stop a second and discuss this is the point where science versus halacha comes into question Uh, do we go by what science says today that they are raised with eggs and regular just any the way any other uh, uh, life or creature is or do we hold like what Hachamim say, and we say that no, this is the way that they're raised, the way Hachamim tell us they're raised. Um, and you have to, it's it's interesting, so get to look into, very, very kedai to look into, but I'm not going to do this right now. Uh, but very, very kedai to look into science versus halakha, rabbis, uh, rabbis' ideas versus modern uh, science, very kedai to look into. But for the sake of uh, that for me, we're just going to continue. Um, we don't uh, do Shiduchin on Shabbat for the little children to get engaged. Uh, we don't uh, look for a teacher on Shabbat to, uh, to, you know, to teach him some job or, to, to, or a tutor. And it's like a sort of like business on Shabbat. And we don't uh, comfort Avelim, we don't visit sick people on Shabbat. Why? Because you become sad with them. They allow all this. Why? Because that's Asur. But things that are that are that is Mutar. 
הנכנס לבקר את החולה, person comes on Shabbat to go visit uh, the, the holy, to, to do ביקור חולים, אומר שבת היא מלזרוג רפואה קרובה לבוא. That's the way uh, you, you, I guess you, you make him feel better, you tell him that Shabbat's going to make him feel better. ורבי מאיר אומר, יכולה היא שתרחם. You could, you, 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 you encourage him by telling him that the Shabbat could give the mercy, could make the mercy that, that, that can make you heal from all this. רבי יהודה אומר, המקום ירחם עליך, בעל חולי ישראל, השם של have mercy on you and the rest of שאר ישראל. רבי יוסי אומר, המקום ירחם עליך בתוך חולי ער ישראל. You should, you know, include everyone in. שבנה איש ירושלים, when he would come in, בכניסתו אומר שלום, וביציאתו אומר שבת היא מלזעוג רפואה קרבה לבוא. He would walk in and say שלום, and then walk out with a ברכה. ורחמיו מרובין ושבתו בשלום. הקדוש ברוך הוא has lots of mercy and שבתו and the rest of you have rest in, in peace ושלום. כמן אז לה דאמר רבי חנינא, who does what רבי חנינא said, who does it go by? מי שיש לו חולה בתוך ביתו, a person who has a sick person is out, צריך שיערבנו בתוך חולי ישראל. should you know, include him with the rest of ישראל who are sick. כמן, כרבי יוסי, it's like רבי יוסי. He said, "Hamakom yerachem alecha b'toch cholam osel." Right? Ve'amar b'chanina b'koshi itru l'nachem avedim l'vakir cholim b'shabbat. Rabbi Chanina said it wasn't so simple to allow it because this uh, causes tzar, and we don't want to do tzar on Shabbat. We don't want pain on Shabbat. Very interesting. Rabbi Chanina, the Rif, the Rosh, all explained a little bit differently, and they said the, the, the worry is the person will see the sick person or the. Or the sad family on Shabbat, and they'll start the praying for, and you know, let it ask for things on Shabbat. So that's interesting. When I would follow Rabbi Lazar to uh, you know, to visit sick people, Zimnin Amar Amakom Ifkotcha LeShalom, Hashem should heal you, save you uh, in peace. Vezimnin Amar, and sometimes he said in Aramaic, Hamnait Karinach LeShlam, Hashem should save you uh, in peace. Now, how could you do that? How could Rabbi Lazar do, uh, do such a thing? A person shouldn't ask whatever you like in, in Aramaic. The Malachim can't help him. They don't understand Aramaic. So the Gemara explains now, Shani Choleh, Choleh was different, the Shechina, that the Shechina is with the Choleh. The Amar Vanan, Amar Rav, Minayin, the Shechina Soed, Eta Choleh, how do we know that the Shechina helps the Choleh? Shinemar, Hashem is Soedenu, Al-Eres, Devai. Hashem is there helping him on the bed of his sickness. Tanem Yachia, Nichnas Levaket Choleh, a person who's coming to visit a sick person who's on a very low bed. You shouldn't uh, sit on a chair uh, which is much higher or on a bed that's much higher. But on a talit, and sit next to him on the floor. Why? Because the shechina is there. And you don't want to be on the same level as the shechina. And זן את החולה, הרי נודע לקדוש ברוך הוא, סשיאץ את החולה שנאמר, השם יסעדנו, השם יסעדנו, יסעדנו, means he's סשיאץ, he fills him up, he helps him, על ערש תבעי. 
Now, going back to the Aramaic thing, the Tosafot asks a question. How did the Malachim do know, uh, even know what, what you're thinking? So how shouldn't they know what Aramaic is all about? So Tosha in, 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 I think it's Brachot, in the beginning of Brachot, explains that uh, that they understand Aramaic. They just, they don't like it. And therefore, they don't uh, come and answer Tfilot. They don't help out Tfilot that are in Aramaic. And therefore, he explained that you're allowed to pray in other languages because you're praying to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and Kadosh Baruch Hu is uh, helping. The Meiri explains there's only a problem with Aramaic itself, meaning some person like me who is good with English or Arabic shouldn't be talking in Aramaic because since you're not good with that language, that language doesn't flow, um, the Malachim won't understand it as well. Then you have the Hatam Sofer's explanation. This is only going on uh, people who understand Hebrew. If you understand Hebrew, you shouldn't be talking a different language because the Baruch Dafka loves Hebrew, but the person who doesn't know Hebrew, uh, doesn't know Hebrew could ask in a different language. And you know this goes on and on and on. And uh, look at the poskim what they say. If a person should pray in language he understands. And because there's so many sick people out there, we do have a Shulchan Aruch that talks about even the mitzvot of going to visit sick people, whether it's in Ora Hayim Resh Pezayin, Legabel Chot Shabbat, and Yore De'ah, Legabel Chot Avilut, right before there, or in that area, in Siman Shin Lamedei, talks about the halachot of how to visit sick people, but not right now, we're continuing. A person shouldn't be reading to uh, the light. Why? Even if the light, the candle is two floors up. Even though it's two planned, uh, plow handles on top. Even if it's two houses, one, uh, ten houses, one on top of the other, you can't. Why? Because you might come to move the candle. Uh, that's where she explains it. Rambam, Mashma from the Rambam that... Uh, if there's no chance of you ever getting near that light, it should be maybe it's mutar. Now the Gemara is medayek. One person can't read next to the candle, but the tour is allowed. But on the we have a brayta. Lo echad Not one could read. Not two could read. Amar bilazad lakasha kan beanyan echad kan. Depends. Are they reading one subject or two subjects? If it's one subject, then they're watching one's watching the other. This way, they're not. Uh, they're one, someone's not going to uh, move the candle. But if it's two different subjects, they're not paying attention to each other. If it's a big, uh, a big uh, bonfire. It should, and everyone's sitting far from each other. No one's paying attention to each other. We're scared. Why? Someone might come to move the charcoal, the wood, and they're not going to pay attention to each other. Amar Adam Hashuv If a person is a person who's Hashuv, he doesn't touch fires, he doesn't touch the candles, um, then he should be Mutar. Metive. We have a brayta. Loikra leora neashemayate. A person should not read next to the candle because you might uh, come to, to move it. Amar Bishmael ben Elisha. Aniikra. I'm gonna do it. What's the problem? Velo aten. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna move it. One time he did it, and he was about to. Uh, he was about to move the candle, and then he remembered. This is how great are the hachamim's uh, words that you shouldn't read near it. What a great gezerah that they did. No, he read it. And he read near the candle, and he moved the candle. And then after Shabbat, he wrote on his uh, notebook, I read and I moved the candle on Shabbat. I'm going to bring a big korban. 
Now this goes against Rabbah. Rabbah said Adam Hashuv is is mutar. And you know Bishmael ben Elisha is is a Hashuv guy. Wouldn't move candles. So and you see that the Gezerah was also meant from him. So Rabbah would answer Amar Rabbi Abba. He's answering for Rabbah. Shani Rabbi Bishmael ben Elisha. Oil mesim atzmo al divrei Torah kediot. When it came to divrei Torah, he would make himself like a kediot, and he would move candles. He would uh, you know he would lower himself like an Adam Pashut. And Rabbeinu Hananel over here on the side, he tells us that uh, that sounds like the 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 maskana the gemara that even Adam Hashuv it should be asur, and the Haranim go into that. Tanya Hada, Shemash bodek kosotu karot leoraner. A Shemash, a waiter, a a gabai can look at the cups and the plates by the candlelight. Vetanya idach loivdak. Another Brita says he's not allowed. So gemara explains lakashya kan b'shemash kavua. You know, one case when the Brata says it's Asur, we're talking about a Shamash who that's his uh, job and that's his permanent job. And the, the Brata says it's Mutar Khan Beshamash Nokavwa. Now, what's the reason? The person, if that's his job, he's worried about losing the job and therefore he is, you know, paying strong attention. But a person who's not, you know, is it's just a temporary thing. That's the bright eye. It should be mutar. Why? Because he's not uh, going to look at it as as well as the person who does his job. That's Hashi's ways of of explaining it. Tosafot has a total different perush on this sugya. The sub is worried about getting fired, and therefore he does an extra careful job, and that he should be asur. But uh, the person who that's his that's his permanent job is not as careful. The reef goes like Rabbeinu Tam's girsa. The Ran explains uh, Rabbe, uh, uh, the Tosafot's girsa uh, a little bit differently. He explains that no person that's not his usual job has to be a little bit more careful to get uh, the same uh, quality done in the job. And the Ramban over here just uh, just the side point: why are we even giving a leniency, whether it's this way or that way? Right, so listen, when it comes to cups, we have to be clean. Uh, when it comes to eating utensils, we have to be extra clean. And therefore, we give uh, heter in certain cases. Now, the Gemara continues, Or you could say that you know one Brayta says he's allowed, uh, he's allowed another Brayta says he's not allowed to look at the cups. Both cases are talking about a Shamash, who that's his permanent job. One is talking about an oil candle and you might move it. One is some sort of oil, maybe kerosene or petroleum that has a bad smell and you won't move it for that reason. Um, the Hidusharan explains a bit different. Maybe the you know the that one has a, a clearer light, and you're you're not going to move something with such a clear light. Uh, now, just uh, just uh, Tosafot also has a different girsa uh, altogether. He says Haveha b'shamash lokavwa. So I, I'm not going to go into the Tosafot, but there is a different girsa over here, and that will also like again different the whole continuation. The we're about to see also changes. A substitute shamash check by the oil lamp or not? Is it mutar because he's not used to moving the lamp during hall, he won't do it on Shabbat? Or we're saying since it's not disgusting, he'll come to move it on Shabbat. 
Amarav halacha ve'en morin ken. Halacha is allowed, and we don't allow to, we don't announce it in public. The seter because people are going to be mezalzel in uchot shabbat. Irbiyirmiya baraba amar halacha mutar umorin ken. We tell everyone about it. Irbiyirmiya baraba ikal lebe ravase. Irbiyirmiya baraba went to the house of ravase. Kam shamae the shamash of irbiyirmiya came and the kabadiklin horad shraga. He came to to check with the kelim with the, by the oil lamp. Amrada de Bitu, so the Rav says wife told Ravase, more law vidah, you don't talk like that. How's he doing this? Amale, Shafka, leave this Shamash alone, Kerabes, Vialeh, he holds a Kribir Miabaraba who allows this. Behemet Amrua Hazan, he's allowed to see where the uh, children are up to in this way, but he's not allowed to read with them. Now the Gemara asks a question, Tresha Teresha says, you're allowed to see where he's uh, where they're up to. My love, doesn't that mean Likrot, that he's allowed to read with them? Lo, the Gemara says, no, he cannot read with them. He's allowed to just, you know, listen to where they're up to, get the idea, and this way um, he could remember the Ta'amim, the Psukim, V'chen Amar Ababa Shmuel, Aval Misader Hu Rashe Parshiyotav. The reason, he could help the, the Olim the next day. Ula Parasha, lo, but you can't read the entire Parasha. Metive Rashba Gomer. They would uh, they would read the entire parasha and uh, by, by the candle. So how would they you allow such a thing? The kids would only read some of the parasha, not all of it. Or you could say, The kids are not going to move their hands during uh, the lesson. They're not going to come and touch the light. Rabbeinu Nisim Gaon says something very interesting, very funny, that no, the kids opposite, they're not going to touch light because they want to light the shot because they don't want to learn. Uh, Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.